Alright, we rolling. Can you hear me? Uh, no. Because the music's going right now. Hey. Hey. Everything about you. Hey. Uh. Do, 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 do. Greetings. This is the Journey of a Relationship Podcast. I am Brentel, and I am with none other than... Janelle. Hey! First lady. Hi. First lady in the building. <laughs> um, today, oh, I'm going to start off with a little thought. Um, the importance of knowing yourself before you get into a relationship. Um, I had this mm-hmm. thought a couple of days ago. I was thinking about it like um, people knowing themselves before they get into a relationship and or marriage uh, can prevent a divorce, um, people growing apart because you're past that certain, that certain uh, stage in your life. Um, yeah, I'm not saying it's, it's impossible to grow apart, but there is a certain stage where you, you're learning yourself and where like that point in your life is like, you're going to be changing. You know, you won't be the same person from year to year to year to year for a long period of time. Well, a short period of time in your adulthood. Um, most people, um, I think once you get past that and you understand, you have a full understanding of who you are, why you do the things you do, um, like your, what, how your backstory affects how you move today, um, that will definitely help the chances of surviving or, uh, um, nurturing a relationship what do you think i agree um i think that it would cut down on strife you know when you're in touch with like who you are and who you're not Mm -hmm. um it gives the person that you're with an opportunity to um gain more understanding compassion you know empathy because they know um, if you allow someone to enter into, enter into your world um, and really get to know you, um, and if you've done that work, then it's an easier process, mm-hmm. you know, for someone else to then come in and be a part of your life. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then you know, you know what you're in for. <laughs> you know, like you're not meeting someone's representative or who um of who they they think you want them to be or who they think they should be for you um instead you get that full lens that full view of who that person is and then you can make a decision you know um of whether or not you want to go on that, that journey with that person but um i think it's empowering most you know? definitely when you can offer that gift to someone like the gift of self, like knowing who you are. 
Right, right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, from there, uh, I had another thought. Um, I don't even remember how this, how it originated. What, like, what caused me to go there? I was at work walking around, and um, I had to start of like just a question of like how like a over masculine dude can affect a relationship. And then I started thinking about how masculinity and the illusion of masculinity affects relationships and how, uh, the strain or, um, difficulty it puts on a relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, that in the masculinity that that can show up in various different ways, like barriers, you know what I mean? And, and, and being vulnerable. Um, uh, your sense of like control, all of that. Um, mm-hmm. how well you temper yourself with like self-control. It can show up in a various in various amounts of ways, I just was thought about like as a woman, how how does that affect relationships for you? Like how does how do you what's your view on it? Um you know something for me, I think it's like it's not so much that it's masculinity, it's more so like toxic masculinity. Hmm. Because just as a woman should embrace her femininity, a man should be able to embrace his masculinity. The problem is, is that when it turns, you take that masculinity, right, and it becomes toxic. So, like, for me, I think masculinity is like, okay, men are taught to be um, protectors, providers, be strong. Those are all good things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but then on the flip side, in a lot of cases, men are taught to um, be hard, be controlling, don't crack under pressure, like, you know, don't um, don't be weak, don't do this, don't do that. And so if it's not nurtured, like masculinity is not like nurtured, and those the good parts of it are not nurtured, then it can turn into being toxic. Mm-hmm. Um and so I think that's the difference is like for some men, they're not taught to embrace those positive aspects of it. Mm-hmm. Um, what's highlighted is those, you know what I'm saying? Those toxic qualities, or maybe that's what they've seen um, growing up. So then they mirror it as adults. Um, so it's it's just, it's a slippery slope. You know what I'm saying? It just depends on how you were, how you were raised in your you know what you've seen in your environment um I think when it's uh when it's toxic masculinity it's it's a lot it's hard um because really trying to undo that mindset mm-hmm. um, <laughs> it's difficult 
when it's been ingrained in someone that this is what it looks like to be a man. Right. Um, and so, yeah, it's hard. It's, it's hard to undo. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think it takes um, willingness um, on that man's, um, from a male perspective, I think it, it takes being with someone that allows that man to, on the inside, like on the outside world, you have to be strong and you have to do this and you have to do that and, and be everything and, and be, you know, tough. But at home or, you know, behind closed doors, I think what offsets that is giving that man a haven. Mm-hmm. You know, from the outside world, being a support system and being comfort to say you don't have to have all the answers. You don't have to always, you know, figure it out. Um, I'm here for you. It's okay. It's not weakness if you don't feel so strong, you know, if you don't know and don't have answers. Um, I think that can help offset it. Um, I don't know. But it just depends because some men are just, they're not open to that. <laughs> so, in that case, you got to, you know, see those sides too. And, you know, know, might be time to go. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I just think it depends on the heart, the heart of that man. Um, because at first, it could, that uh, facade you know, will be there. But if it's, you know, someone that, you know, maybe they haven't had someone say to them, okay, you don't have to do that. You don't have to be that. It's okay. Right. And then maybe that will help. Right. But it depends on that man. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I was thinking about, like, um, because you, you talked about, like, how you were raised. A lot of times you could either have, like, a super like hard ass dad in the house that's like super toxic uh, masculinity type of dude and that's what you like that's that's your representation of masculinity or you can grow up and be in like a single parent household and then your mom is teaching you all of these things that excuse me are just as de- detrimental as the toxic dad you know what I mean and yeah I guess it could be like one of those things where it's just like a trickle down of, you know, what the mom has seen as a representation of masculinity that she's actually teaching to her son. Um, you can go a million different ways, but uh, that affecting like a, a kid growing up and yeah. your representation of like, you know, your mom telling you, you can't cry or whatever. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, you're yeah. basically teaching this kid to hide his emotions. And when he gets older, he has, you know, barriers of being vulnerable. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I think, yeah, that mother could be doing the best she can. And in her attempt to prepare her son for the, the cold, hard world, you mm-hmm. know? And in, but you know, not realizing that it's uh, 
it's kind of counterproductive. <laughs> I, I think you want to teach balance. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm to, thinking, I had this thought of like, when it's that situation, like, is that just like, when you talk to, to that's your representation of, you know, masculinity or the, to- the toxic shit, is it like, is it, is there, it's like a hint of, uh, a hint of like homophobia underneath it all. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When you get down yeah. to the nuts and bolts of it, it's that, you know, soft is, 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 um, compared to or, or likened to, you oh you you're you're homosexual because you do you know what I mean you you mm-hmm. you can talk about your feelings or you're not scared to cry or whatever the fuck you know what I mean yeah yeah you're exhibiting tendencies that to me because I'm ignorant resemble you know right uh, yeah when all actuality this kid is just being human you know what I'm saying they're yes they're being human and. And, and, and emotionally intelligent. Yeah, and experiencing <laughs> other emotions besides anger and happiness. You know what I mean? Because those are the yeah. two emotions that men are allowed to display on a regular basis. Yeah. You know what I mean? Those are acceptable. Right. <laughs> um, yes. Uh, again, you you had you wanted to talk about like um, being vulnerable and whatnot. Uh, how do you think those barriers show up? You know what I mean? And with dealing with how you were raised, like if if your mother told you don't cry, whatever, the, you know what I mean? Be hard. Mm-hmm. Be a man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> how does yeah. that show up later? What Like, have you experienced that? Yep. Um, I think it can show up in one of two ways. Either someone is, um, they withdraw, um, where, you know, at the sign of conflict, they just, they turn away from it and they don't want to deal with it. And, or, you know, on the flip side, it could be, um, they're aggressive, you know, if, if challenged or pushed too much or, you know, if they feel like, uh, the woman is talking too much. You know what I mean? Or like, like <laughs> she could just be trying to pull out of you. You know what I mean? Challenge you to grow and to use your words and um, <laughs> like push on you a little bit to open up, you know? Yeah. Um, but when you're taught, you know what I mean? To um, nobody cares, you know, or, you know, you're, you're being a baby or you're being soft or, you know, by having emotions and feelings and you either bury it and you withdraw or you, you lash out mm-hmm. um, when and you're challenged to I think, open up. I think the lashing out is just, it's their form of ar- uh, armor. You know what I mean? You lashing mm-hmm. out because you want this person to leave you alone. Um, yep. So you put up this, that's, that's like a dog showing itself you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. it's posturing up that's really what that is but really yeah. on the underneath of it like underneath it all is this scared person that doesn't want to be 
um, doesn't want to be in a space that emotionally they are in. They and it's foreign to them. So yeah, they lash out. it's That's uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so. let's see what else do we have. Uh, oh, the importance of counseling as a preventative maintenance and when you're in the midst of it. Like, do you, do you want to elaborate on that? So, like, knowing when it's time to seek counseling. Hmm. That's what I meant. Okay. But the importance of it. What like what what do you think the importance of it is? Um, I think the importance of it is objectivity. Um you have someone who does not have any vested interest (laughs) like who does not have ulterior motives, who is objective, who does not know you, who can hear you know, hear what's going on and be able to make, um, provide advice, give guidance, um, on what to do. And it's, it's completely objective. Like they have nothing to gain from telling you, you know, what, what you need to hear. Um, and sometimes it's, it's, a person is open to hearing that from someone that is close to them, you know, because they think, oh, you just, you're just telling me this because you, you want to be right or you want to, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's an outside perspective. I, yes. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I think that counseling, um, provides clarity. Um, and it's just, I don't know. I just, I think it's, it's helpful too. Like, especially if you've hit like, you know, a wall with the person that you're with and like, you know, you just, there's no, you don't see a way out. Like you just argue or you talk in circles and like nothing is being accomplished. Like you're not growing or moving. You're just kind of at a like, um, impasse. Mm-hmm. Then I think that's where a counselor can come in and, help you work through some of those issues that you haven't been able to do with each other. I think that it, it gives you a, a deeper insight on self and, and the person that you're with, right? It also gives you tools to communicate what you're feeling and tools to get you to hear what the other person is saying a lot better than what you would normally. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I think that's the benefit of it. Um, that's what I have taken from it. Um, I think also like the insight, as far as the insight of like, like the Enneagram and stuff like that, like the table diagram, the protester with, 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 uh, with withdrawal, it gives you, it's simple. It, it gives you the ability to simplify these big moments in your life. You know what I'm saying? So where you mm-hmm. can look at it and be like, okay, this is the person, this is what they're doing. They're, they're in this, you know what I mean? They're the processor. They're the withdrawer. You know what I mean? It depends on what type of yeah. counseling 
your counselor's like practices. But that for me, that's what I've taken from it. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Learning these different styles of dissecting uh, events as they they're happening. You know what I'm saying? Um, still getting working on it, trying to get better at it. But it, it's that's what the benefit and the importance of it is to me. Yep, and it gives you like fresh perspective too. Yes. Because for me, it's like in my mind, nope, you did this because this, and this is what you ran. This is, hmm. and it's like for me, it's been like eye opening to be like, well, have you thought about this angle, right. or have you thought about this is the why behind, right. you know, the action? So it's like, nope. I didn't. <laughs> because it's like, actually, I didn't. And, you know, you just, it makes you think about, you know what I mean? Like, the other person's point of view and how they were feeling. And then it also helps you articulate, mm-hmm. um, you know, how you're feeling that you may not be able to, like, in the moment if you're angry or, you know what I'm saying? Like, yep. Upset. It just, it, it just provides. You know what I'm saying. What about? Uh, um. Do you have any more? Do you have any more? You you want? You, do we get all the meat off the bone? Yeah. Okay. I highly recommend <laughs> uh, any type of therapy, individual as well as couple therapy. Um, me and well, we were having this conversation about uh, how um, wait a minute, that's weird. Uh, check, 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 check. Okay, we were having this conversation about like how the effects of like when you're married. You're, you're supposed to be like, your spouse is supposed to be number one. Um, you know, God, your spouse, kids, job, right? Um, hello? Oh, I got to get, that's why I got to get you on here. My bad. My bad. I'll put you in the headphones. My bad. Hello? Yeah. Okay. Oh, my gotcha. God. All right. So, you're supposed to have, it's supposed to be the situation of, you know, God, God, spouse, kids, job. Um, so, like, your kid, if you're a single parent, your kids have been elevated up to the spouse position and priority in your life because you don't have, like, a husband or wife. Nor, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And how that can affect, like, the dynamic between your kids if you're a single parent or whatever the case may be, right? So, mm-hmm. that's what we were talking about. We had a conversation of, like, what is that? What is the... What is single parenting, you know, before marriage and after marriage? Like, how that will change the dynamic with your kids, how that will affect your kids, and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. I think that, um, like you said, like when you're a single parent, like your world revolves around your kids, you know, what they want, what they need. 
child, where, you know, all of those things, right? Because that's, you know, their first. Like, they're, you know, when you're single, like, that's that's your priority, your number one priority, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and they kind of dig, they kind of run us because they kind of dictate, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, how, you know what I'm saying, the flow and the this and the that and the how and all of that stuff, right? Um, so then, like, and they're used to that, right? And they know it, right? Um, and then, uh, when you get married, it's like this shift to where it's like, there's now someone else, um, who you have to prioritize, right? And, you know, like you said, that person then is, as your spouse, um, you know, becomes numero uno, right? Or, mm-hmm. you know, for all intents and purposes. And then, so now that person's needs and wants, they have to be prioritized, right? They have to be considered um, first. And so there's this shift. And I think for kids, um, they, they start to sense that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, um, and I think that either, depending on the age of the child, too, I think they can embrace that and because and realize it doesn't mean that they're less important. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that you're not um, prioritizing them at all or that you're not going to still put time, energy, love into them. Like, I think they just need to know that you're able to, like, you can do both um, yeah. and that... That's one of those things it where it comes, it comes down to uh, communication, right? Yeah. For like sure. you communicate that to them and, like, look, this is what it's going to be. This is where we at. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And then I think just knowing, like, I'm still considering you. I still, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. we're going to spend time together. We're still going to do the things, you know what I'm saying, we used to do. But it's like now I have someone else that is in my life. Um, and this is what it takes to make this thing go. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, it's going to to better too, you know, as a result, if you pick the right person, um, as a result of this union, it's like your life's going to improve too, but I have to do the work, you know, I have to do what's necessary to make it, to make it successful. Or it's all in vain, you know? Yes. Yes, indeed. So, yeah. And I think that, you know, that's not lost on kids, especially older kids. You know what I mean? If they see your quality of life has improved, um, you're happier, then I think most kids are happy. They're happy for you, you know? Yeah, they Um, should be, right? yeah, it should be that your life is better, even if that means that they have to not share you with someone else. Right. But if they see that person is adding to your life, then they'll embrace it. But um, it's it's sometimes you know it's a balancing act, but it's 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 possible, you know. Yep. Yep. So. Um. Uh, is it wrongs? Sure. You want to read them, or you want me to read them? Uh, 
Um, you can leave. Is it wrong to schedule sex? <laughs> sex. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, my first thought was yes. Um, and that is because. Mama got to have a life too, Jody. <laughs> Absolutely. But it's, you know, scheduling, like that part is like, mm, is that really how it's supposed to be? Like, mm-hmm. isn't it supposed to be fun and spontaneous and, you know, <laughs> unplanned? You know, where you just, when the mood suits you, you figure out a way to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, you know, my first thought was like, no. So on Wednesday, do we do, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Fridays at seven. It's like, no, like, why, why is it so uh, structured in that way? You know, it's, it's, it feels like it's uh, something you, you know, put on the calendar or you, you know, and it just, I think it can take away from, you know, the spontaneity factor. Um, um, so I say yes, it's wrong. What do you it's think? It's wrong? No, I say... It's wrong to schedule it. No, I think it, well, you do whatever you got to do. <laughs> but doesn't that take away from the, the, you know? That's not saying that's the only way you're going to do it. Okay. That's all I'm saying. Sometimes you might need to schedule. I pencil you in at five on Thursday because I don't have any appointments or. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to get a flu shot. I'm trying to have sex. Like, why? (laughs) Why does it have to feel like that? Because then at Friday at seven, you might not be in the mood. You might not. You know what I mean? Something else could come up. You might work late. You know, Why you might you look at it like this. It's a date. You got a dick date. <laughs> because that's a long like, title yeah, of this episode. I might have to wash my hair. I, dick you know, dates. like my show is on. Like I don't know. Like I just feel like. <laughs> What if you don't feel like it at that scheduled time? Like, I don't know. Well, you don't want it, You still supposed to push through and do it anyway? Like... You don't want it, then. Like, my I dad, mean, I get it if you're... Say, if you say you hungry or you starving, but you picky about what you gonna eat, you ain't starving. That's true, because you'll eat anything. <laughs> when you starving. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, is, I, it, is I, it wrong I, to go on to go Dutch on the first date? Absolutely wrong. <laughs> Hell yes, it's wrong. <laughs> we don't do that. I'm unaccustomed. No, I think if it's if it's a proper date, right? And someone in a in a guy. Or, you know, in some cases, a woman asked the man out. Um, I think that that person, that gentleman caller, should 
be the one to pay for the date. Whoever asks asks for the date got to pay. Okay, that's fair. Um, That's a whole other episode about who should ask. But I believe if it's the first date that if, like, let's say traditionally the man asks the Mm -hmm. woman, then I feel like, you know, that gentleman should should pay for the date. So it sets the tone. Like, it's it's chivalrous. It's, you know, mm-hmm. it shows his interest. Like, because I feel like if it's just somebody you want virtually, like, you don't really care. Like, you just, like, let's go. Like, it's an outing. It's not a date. It's a meetup. You know what I'm saying? I'm not invested in pursuing you. Like, my interest level is like, eh. Eh, that's debatable. I could say... I, I, I could say <laughs> I could say one of these things. Like, what if the person has a system? Like, we go Dutch the first time. Um, that way I'm not wasting money on someone I'm never going to see again or what the case may be. I can see where a person might do that, right? I can mm-hmm. see where that, that might happen, right? Maybe they had a bunch game. of bad dates. You know what I mean? Like charge it to the game. <laughs> Listen, I ain't got I ain't got it to waste. You better be worth me paying for everything on a second date or we not having a second date. Mm-mm. I can see a world where that happens. I see I understand that, but you need to vet who you want to date with. Like, I just feel like... That's yes, a fact. Because everybody is not worth going, even going on the date with. But I think we just rush everything. And then, you know what I'm saying? Where if you had a, a few conversations um, beforehand, then that would give you an indication if that person is even worth your time mm-hmm. to go on a date with, but we don't usually do that. We just rush into that, you know, process. So, I think you should spend some time talking on the phone or, you know what I'm saying? Like, getting to know that person a little bit before you just move to going on a date. Um, But, I think whoever asks should definitely uh, pay. Okay. Is it wrong for a man to break up with his woman to get his dollars right? Yes, it's wrong. <laughs> I think <laughs> because I feel like if you're already in a relationship with a person, then I don't think that's reason enough to break up with a person if you're in a relationship. Well, look. Now, look, you tired of me? Asking to go Dutch and all that, he need to break up. You know what I'm saying? It's only right. No. You don't mm-hmm. want to go Dutch because of chivalry and all this other mess. <laughs> These <are> rules. <laughs> then you need to be creative. Nope. Then if I ride with you and I'm in a relationship with you, mm-hmm. then it's going to be okay. Let's be creative. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's figure out ways that we can save money or you know what I'm saying date at home or whatever you need to be creative if you're gonna um I think you should men, do that before I think when men do that it's, it's out of ego 
Like when they break yeah. up with them, because like they pride, they don't want to have to stretch, and all of that, and how they pride right. feel stepped on. Or but here's the, the thing: then I think you need to set your like you need to do that. I think before you enter in a relationship, then like evaluate. You know what I'm saying? If mm-hmm. if that's a big thing for you, then before you even pursue someone or enter in a relationship, then you need to get your money up. If that if it's that important to you. You know what I'm saying? That right. you would you would be with someone because of that, then don't even date or don't even like start that process with someone. Right. Um. So that's on him. You know what I'm saying? But you shouldn't just, if especially if you have a perfectly good relationship, um, you shouldn't throw that away I because think we need of that to take reason. A break. Right <laughs> now, if your relationship. <laughs> If your relationship, if somebody tells you that it's over, um, <laughs> they no break. That's just an excuse to go talk to somebody else or whatever. But um, that's another You're episode. Projecting. But um, no, that's accurate. But I think <laughs> that um, you know you should work on that before. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It costs it costs money today. It costs money to you know what I'm saying be to live. Period. But especially you know you got someone else. It's like there there's going to be some expense involved. Um, I don't want the bill of you. So we then you don't want. <laughs> then you don't get you know what I'm then you don't get the other stuff. You but, a bill, um, man. <laughs> ain't nothing free. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, um, that's yeah. for free. Mm-hmm. But um, just you know, if you want to work Netflix. on yourself, I got Netflix at the house, <laughs> and, and no chill, and no chill. And man. my and my link card come back on. You <laughs> 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 we here watch Netflix, but ain't no chilling. But um, <laughs> and that's another episode. But I think that um, work on yourself. You know, before you enter into a situation, okay. and then you know, you'll be you'll be better off if you do it that way than after. Especially if somebody is willing to be there and they got your back and they support you and they don't care about none of that stuff. You know what I'm saying? They just want to be with you, right? And not the stuff. Then that you shouldn't. That's not reason enough to end a relationship. For sure, I agree with you 110. percent Thank you. Yeah. Okay. You have anything else you want to say or anything like that? Uh, <laughs> is there any more meat on the bone? Um, as you like to say. Mm-hmm. No. Okay. I think. Well, we can wrap this thing on up. Uh, we will be back sometime next week. Um, be on the lookout for us, man. We about to, um, we are about to launch from the journey of a relationship, like podcast stream. That's just those episodes and get my other shows popping, man. I've been slacking and we got to get it started. So until next time, we'll see you. Um, can't wait. We're going to have another ball and blast. Talk to you guys later. Peace.
Bye.